lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll okay. knock that back and then we'll start the show. Oh, I can't. <laughs> no. Better call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm still gonna. I, was, I'm I still sipping. sip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you two did not get the memo. <laughs> Why don't you get yourself a seltzer? <laughs> I deserve this. Who's <laughs> uh, yeah, hosting? Because I'm crying. That was. I'm pretty sure my first tequila. I don't think I've ever had tequila before. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, both of you have never. The night of tequila for Mike's. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. This episode covers episode 10, season finale, titled Kick. Uh, it was click. Kick. Click. 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 Titled Click. With a K. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, with a K. Uh, and I'm the host. Mike Marbeck, and if we could, uh, introduce ourselves going around to the right. My name is Michael Henley. I'm Samantha Russell. I'm Brian Craig. Cool. Uh, and we have a special guest joining us tonight. If you could introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Alyssa Jackson. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> Alyssa Jackson. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, so, before we get into the recaps uh, of the show, of the storylines, uh, we're going to go... Uh, and maybe next season we'll have like a little sort of sound for it uh, to the mail room. Uh, so Michael from Los Angeles, he's bangity. Oh, uh, he won the he won the shirt. Yeah, uh, and he wrote me. I just wrote him back today. It was like two weeks ago. I apologize, uh, Michael, um, and anyone that was looking for some resolution to this issue. Um, he won the shirt uh, due to. Uh, reviewing the podcast and getting back to us and he's also the same guy who wrote to us uh, afterwards uh, with the subject heading did I win shirt <laughs> uh, which was just fun in itself so Michael from Los Angeles check your email uh, because you basically can send me uh, you can send me some links to some shirts that you uh, a shirt that you want and the book, I, right? you said well, he turned down the book oh, offer turned down the book. yeah he turned this down. is 2016 nobody reads anymore he turned down the yeah <laughs> uh, well I mean you don't have to read anymore because of audible.com uh, there yeah you you, it. and the book uh, is available on there and it is not read oh. it is not read by uh, by Jimmy oh. by Bob Odenkirk oh. uh, it's read by some other guy. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Some other guy. Uh, some other guy does get. most of Audible's get. books. Oh. Oh. Um, does quite, he at least do an famous. impression? I don't think so. Oh, okay. uh, but if you want to listen to some other guy read that book to you, <laughs> uh, go to uh, Stark Raven Mad, um, Stark Raven Mad's link, uh, which will get some money to the, the podcast and to um, uh, get you that book for free. And that's audibletrial.com slash Stark Raven Mad. Uh, and you know it's coming. Yeah, let's just you, just do your plug you now. You know it's coming. Do the plug uh, So, Stark Raven Mad is the Game of Thrones podcast, and it's coming back uh, officially uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones Season 6 starts on August, uh, not August, April 24th, right. though the podcast has been back for several weeks now. We just finished our special episode 
the Iron Bank of Bravos presents the SRM Stone Cold Locks of 2016, <laughs> where we partnered with the prestigious Iron Bank of Bravos. Uh, they are backing up all our bets, uh, and a point value was placed on each prediction, and it was a really fun episode, and you can actually play along. So go to um, your email, I guess, uh, and email us, uh, srmpodcast at gmail.com, your five predictions for things that you believe will happen in season six of Game of Thrones, and you will win, uh, you could win, a uh, special prize at the end of the season. And that's that's that for there. Uh, all right. So let's jump into Mike. Yeah. Mike Ehrmantraut's storyline. Oh, wait. Before that, yeah. I'm sorry. We wanted to do overall impressions. Oh, I love this episode. It was very intense. Um, we got to see backstory uh, there and uh, between Jimmy and Chuck, and then kind of uh, just the the kind of terribleness and distrust that continues throughout their relationship, mm-hmm. which is not good. I also really love the sound in this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. The lack thereof. The lack thereof yeah. and this this starting, this stopping, just all of it was just oh yeah. sound editing was Super. amazing this episode. Sound editing is an underappreciated uh, art form. It really yeah. is. Yeah. They should move that to the to the real the real Oscars, yeah, uh, not the uh, the technical awards, because that's yeah. like the emotional heart. Of yeah, mm-hmm. it can change oh, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other uh, other thoughts? Uh, yeah, man, what a great episode to a great season to a great pair of seasons. Uh, the show is running all cylinders. I'm very very excited for what's to come. Michael? I can't argue with that. No, I loved this one. Um, it had so much great character work, great acting, great... I mean, suspense feels like... I, I, I thought it was suspenseful for pretty much every single scene, which is weird given how some of the scenes play out, but still mm-hmm. I really felt that way. Yeah. Um, no, I just thought this was riveting. This is a great season finale, and, you know, I was reading reactions just today and I was a little bit disappointed to hear people say just like nothing happened this episode what? nothing happened this season nothing happens on this show and I just go who said that name names people internet <laughs> um, you know internet who internet let's <laughs> shut it down <laughs> shut it down um yeah so I don't know what show they're watching but I'm watching Better Call Saul and it's amazing mm-hmm. so great finale I loved it I don't know. I might be the emotional dissenter in the space. Um, I enjoyed the episode, but I didn't actually necessarily feel like I was as caught up in it as I have been in others. And like just the way the cliffhanger of the previous episode, that had me like, ha, 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 yeah. and, uh, uh, like I was going to text Mike at four o'clock in the morning when I saw it because yeah. I was panicking. This one, while being complete, I just didn't feel as emotionally caught up in it as I feel like I've been in like Breaking Bad season enders and things like that. So I think I was maybe wanting to find out a little bit more about some of the backstory. Like there's things that I was like, oh, you still don't know this thing. Or it just, it was paced. So I'm not going to say it was slow, but it was very measured. And I think I wanted, I just wanted more. Yeah. Uh, I think I agree with all of that. Uh, I'm more on the side of it was so good. Uh, and I, I, I want more, and I can't wait till next year. Um, uh, like you used a word that is like classic movie review. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like riveting, riveting, riveting. Um, yeah. And I did. I thought it was. I thought it was riveting. 
Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, I thought they used the, 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 the like everything was so well paced. I thought the the tension. And we'll talk about it in in detail, of course. Is that a space blanket? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a space blanket. We get it out when we start talking about Chuck. <laughs> I don't know if you remember last year, uh, last season's finale. Man, was that thing loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this so is just me moving it. it a little bit. We all wore it at one point last year. Yeah. We really need to do that again. Yeah, uh, we yeah, We have tequila and a space blanket at the uh, <laughs> season finale at the table at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we drank um, Moscow Mules earlier in the season, so I figured right. yeah. mm-hmm. close it out with some and tequila. And there was a pie. There were, it was a pie. Yeah. Yeah. pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I'd be willing to, uh, I'm going to ask the listeners, you still haven't answered us on the, the whole chip question. <laughs> I'm um, so curious, But uh, if you listen, let's see what's more disruptive, the space blanket or the eating of pie on the, on the, on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess space blanket. <laughs> yeah. This thing is really uh, The pie wasn't too noisy. It was frozen still. So I really enjoyed the, the episode. Uh, everything was just, th- there was so much tension mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. Uh, whether it was Mike kind of going back and forth and back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, what happens after that. Uh, and then knowing what Jimmy did and... I don't know. We'll, 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 again, we'll, we'll talk about it, but um, it, I was happy. I am happy with it. Slept well last night? I did. Okay. I did. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, uh, which I thought was the middle of the night. It wasn't the middle of the night um, because there are no lights. There's, I, I sleep in the basement, uh, uh, and there's no windows. So I'm old, man. I'm old, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I live on mold. <laughs> I do. Bad eyes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> there's one person listening who's piecing all of this together, and we'll know exactly where I live. Uh, all right. Bad eyesight. Mike Marbach. Uh, typing it into a, a creeper search engine. Um, it would be right. like every other person on your block just knocking on every door. <laughs> like going across the street for some reason. How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> uh, for, the, for those that don't get that joke, uh, I have thick glasses. Uh, I wear contacts during the day. So um, when I do these podcasts, I like to be comfortable. Um, and then get made fun of. Uh, so that's, that's cool. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that we all had pretty bad eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of nerds sitting at the table with bad, with bad eyesight. Yeah. All right. Uh, you wearing contacts? Nope. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Who invited you? Yeah, sorry. Sorry. You didn't like the episode. You, you have good vision. vision. You it, can never be one of us. <laughs> it makes you feel any better. As a kid, I used to always like throw the vision test because I wanted to wear glasses, but I never threw it enough. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That makes me feel worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is some sort of gimmick to you. <laughs> yeah. No, you wanted a prop? You wanted one of these props? <laughs> it's such a hipster thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. All right. <laughs> the space blanket time. Well, it's not Mike to our, uh, No, no, no. It's no, not, we're so doing Mike no, first. We're doing Mike first. first. <laughs> Sam, take it away with Mike. All right, so Mike, we first uh, come upon Mike, I believe. Stop me if I'm wrong, because my notes are chicken scratch. Um, Sorry, I got him well typed out here. Oh, Mm -hmm. Uh, we see Mexican Charlton Heston in the back of the van, uh, struggling for his life, all taped up again. Um, And it's the red van. Uh, They're all wearing red, Mm -hmm. Um, and they pull into the desert, open a gate. 
and close the gate, lock it behind them, and then very, uh, the opposite of nonchalantly, Mike pulls up in a tan yeah. car, and I'm like, what the, what the hell is this? <laughs> Pretty close like, behind. That, that yeah. was right yeah. there. Yeah. They yeah. saw you, you yeah. idiot. You're like, I know you're in a tan <laughs> car. The only other Come car on. in that part of the desert. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, see you. It's, it's uh, they'll never see me. It's, <laughs> it's a desert. Yeah. I got my lights turned off. And I've got my lights turned off and I've got a tan car. <laughs> They're never gonna see I'm gonna blend right in. It's yeah. like Desert Storm. <laughs> That's a pretty good mic. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. That was good. But uh so then he kind of uh, <laughs> he he looks like, oh, now I know where they're going. Um <laughs> yeah. And somehow they didn't see him pull up directly behind them. Um, so the next scene we see... They're probably like, oh, okay, yeah, we lost that car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were that just lock worked, a, guys. Evasive maneuver. They're like, there's That's no way that had. guy's watching us because he's making it so obvious there's yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Chalant is the only way I would... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. It's it really real. Chalant. Yeah. 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 Uh, should have been setting off some fireworks. Uh, next we see Mike. Uh, he's h- hanging out with uh, uh, Lawson, shooting, practicing uh, shooting a rifle in the desert. Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver. Jim Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Jim Beaver. The Beave. And they, uh, they're they discussing all of the, the weight and the wind and what's affecting the bullet reaching its target. Uh, and they seem... They, it, the talk was a little over my head, but, you know, they seemed to know what they were talking about. Mike was able to get a center shot on the, on the bullseye. Old bolt-action Ermatrout over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, on my notes, mm-hmm. I have every name for him except for his actual name in this show. Oh. I have... She wrote it down after the... <laughs> I wrote it down during Talking Goodman, full disclosure, because they said something about Lawson, and I went, oh, Lawson. That's I wrote down Ellsworth, so... I have Jim Beaver, the Beave, uh, Whitney Ellsworth, Bobby Singer, <laughs> and then I have Gun Guy. <laughs> Gun Guy works, too. Gun Guy, yeah. 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 But I, I didn't write it down at the time. They referenced it later on Talking... Libertarian. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he ends up buying a box of bullets, also, uh, and a gun, though uh, Lawson gives him the bullets on the house. Mm-hmm. And then before he hands over the gun, he wipes his prints off. And says, no offense. Yeah. Mike goes, no, no, yeah. no offense yeah. taken. Because mm-hmm. yeah. oh. mm-hmm. these two have a very uh, understanding relationship. And, uh, yeah, and he knows he's going to murder someone, but I think he knows Mike's doing it for a good cause, so he's helping him out. Mm-hmm. It's good to and see the, other, the Beave again. Yeah, the yeah. Beave. Can't get an option to her. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, I don't know. I should have checked to see what else he might have coming up. Any idea? Mm-hmm. Give him some plugs. Yeah, give him some plugs. Doing a Deadwood movie? Oh, wait, he... Never mind. Oh. Well, uh... uh <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, I don't Guys, say on. anything. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll look. We'll, we'll tweet it at him. Uh, just get him... What you up to, Beef? <laughs> yeah, what you up to, Beef? Um, <laughs> doing any character on? acting? Uh, he's, I'm sure he's doing something. Small, any small parts you have coming up? Yeah. He still pops up. At, like we mentioned the last time he popped up in uh, Better Call Saul, he still pops up in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. But was yeah. I the only Supernatural fan here? Yay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> but he's pretty great on that. So uh, check podcast? out Jim Beaver oh. uh, <laughs> on old episodes <laughs> of uh, of Supernatural. How many seasons has that show been on? It is. I think it's in its tenth. 
Mm, it's see, in its tenth season. That's why for me actually it has nothing to do with like no, I don't think I would like this. Just like oh, there's ten seasons because I always have to start to catch up. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like yeah, it's much because it's also it's not like watching. It's like network. Yeah, it's network. It's network. So there's twenty something episodes. Yeah, but I will say that the first. I'd say maybe five seasons of Supernatural are fantastic. Uh, they're kind of hit or miss through that. This okay. season's actually been very good. Okay. Um, uh, and there was an article, I think it was on AV Club, talking about how they kind of got back to form and not falling into the tropes mm. that they've made themselves uh, and uh, have used from other shows. Uh, but the first five seasons are, for the most part, one storyline overall. Uh, that comes to an end, and the creator of the show kind of says, "Like I don't really have anything beyond this." Oh. Um, yet they didn't end it. They, yet they <laughs> didn't end it. Uh, he wanted to end it, and the, the CW or at the time, even I think it might have been WB. I uh-huh. uh, was like, "No, I think we're, we're going to keep on uh, keep on going." And he's like, All and, right. that, and the frog had the top hat. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to say? Michigan J Frog can't say no to him. <laughs> that frog was ruthless, man. I mean, yeah. he looked all cute, but no, he. he, uh, he but yeah, check out uh, Jim Beaver as Bobby Singer. On Supernatural, available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say that was nice about that scene and some of the things that they were talking about is getting through each and every detail how pointed it was that Mike was going for just one shot. Yeah, like that's all he yeah. needed. That's all yeah. he wanted. Like yeah. he wanted didn't need the other perfect. bullets. He didn't mm-hmm. need to switch and like recite the gun for a different. And you know, even with the idea of what if it's a different situation, it's like nope. One setup. Yeah. I'm going for this one time. That's all I yeah. need. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ellsworth uh, said something. Uh, Lawson said something about if you are going, if you're going through something uh, like a window or something like that, or something something heavy, uh, then you may need a stronger bullet, and you may mm-hmm. need to recalibrate uh, for that. And he's like, oh, no, I don't think I'll need. You know, whatever it's going to be. Um, yeah. So w- we can assume, I guess, that that one bullet was for Hector Salamanca. Mm-hmm. Did any of you yeah. have that thought at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> the defense rests. <laughs> that was a good episode, guys. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, then we, next we see Mike back in the desert pulling up. And this looks almost like the first cook site in Breaking Bad. I don't know if mm. it is. The, the cow house? Yeah, because uh, Jesse was up on like a big rock and he said, I don't see anything except for a cow house. <laughs> you know, like the house where a oh, cow lives. And wow. then uh, that's what we, we said the cow house thing. And then when he's looking over at the little building, the little shack there, and I'm like, is, is that the cow is that house? The cow? So <laughs> is that the cow house he was referring to? Mm. So it may just be because the desert looks exactly the same. Oh, and, sure, yeah. And, yeah. But uh, it looked very familiar, like huh. with just that big structure that he was on, that big mound of rock. It yeah. looked a lot like the first cook site. Mm-hmm. I like to think that it was the cow house site. Yeah. I would as well. Yeah. And it seems like something they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Mike, uh, what is this word? Uh, <laughs> Micah gets up on here, gets all settled in with his gun, looking out the site, and he's just waiting. Um, and you see a guy, the guy with the red ponytail, scrunchy thing. Uh, he's digging a grave, yeah. and he goes into this cow house. Um, and this epi- this scene is just really good sound editing. There's like just cicadas. There's also cicadas, or I think that's what the bug was. Uh, this bug noise when he's in the in the um, desert. 
with uh, Lawson, and then while he's sitting there waiting, and it's just this bug noise, bug noise, bug noise. Yeah. And then they cut over to the little shack, and, well, first you see them take out uh, Mexican Charlton Heston, and he's just struggling. You just see him from Mike's point of view. Mm-hmm. You see him struggling and all of a sudden, and then they cut to that, and it's just loud, and he's screaming, and he's upset, and there's, like, noise coming from the house, and Hector's coming out, and it's really loud, and then it goes back to Go Mike. Back to the scope. Yeah. And it's nice and quiet again, and he goes to watch, and the, the two brothers are... So he's a significant distance away. Yeah, so that's what, yeah, it shows how, exactly how far away he is, that you can't hear any of the noise coming from that house. Um, the brothers are kind of shoving this guy out. They bring him over to the um, the grave. Nacho comes over and stands in front of Hector. Yeah. And so Mike cannot get a clear shot. And Mike can't take out Nacho. He just can't bring himself to. You see him thinking this. about it. You see him thinking oh, about it, going, sure. maybe I can shoot through him. Maybe, yeah. you know, this will be two yeah. with one. He does that but then it's tra- like the glass conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the glass conversation. Will I even kill Hector if I shoot through Nacho? Mm-hmm. Or will I just kill Nacho? You yeah. know, like that kind of a situation. And he just kind of sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And then the bug noise stops. And then you hear a horn honking. Yeah. And oh. Mike just starts looking around, but they are not phased. They shoot, they shoot Char- Charlton Heston, uh, Mexican Charlton Heston, <laughs> right into the grave. Mm-hmm. But you do not, you, you don't hear the gunshot from there, and then they don't flinch. Yes, really. you do, but after do. A, it's like oh, after, after a, del- oh, a delay, okay. yeah. which was such a good yeah. touch. Yeah, but you don't hear. They don't seem to hear the horn. No, they, they don't. don't hear they the are horn, unfazed no. by this horn. So Mike kind of follows this sound and goes over to his car, and there is a a stick that is between the chair, the seat, and the horn, holding it down, and a note on the windshield that says, don't. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So good. So yeah. good. So good. Can, can I confess something? What? Yeah. When that moment happened, it was only after the episode ended that I realized, oh, oh, maybe I was supposed to be construing that somebody, like a third party here, got involved, like someone here. Because my first thought when I saw that was just like, Wow, Nacho's really yeah. good. Oh, he was no, right over no, here. no, I didn't get over to the car so quick. I didn't. I immediately, I immediately thought of uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. Of who? Frank, Gus Frank. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, if this this scene and that, it, Gus Frank has done this twice in Breaking Bad when uh, the brothers went to go kill Walter White and they're sitting in on his bed while mm-hmm. he's taking a shower and then Gus calls them and mm-hmm. like calls yep. them off. Yeah. And then I, I we believe that he's the one who called Hank to stop. The when the twins went after him, mm-hmm. so or brothers. I don't know if they're twins, but um, the cousins. The co- they're brothers the, to each other. The cousins, yeah. but, but yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the brothers. But they. So that's why I was like, oh, this is this is Gus's yeah. thing. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Now I want to do like handwriting analysis because I keep looking <laughs> at it like, whose handwriting is that? Oh my god, how is there no? No, that that was my immediate thought mm. because it yeah. felt very reminiscent of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And he I has, didn't even think of. The other times that he mm-hmm. did it, all I thought was like, okay, well, no, it's not Nacho. No. Yeah. There's no way he can get there so fast. Um, so who the hell is going to be? I don't see uh, the beef. I don't yeah. see the beef doing this. No. Um, uh, he doesn't want to be involved. Wipes his prints. He's yeah. out of there. Uh, so, uh, and being the last episode, setting something up and starting to bridge bridge some worlds, I see, mm-hmm. yeah, I could, I could totally see Gus Fring. And he has that vendetta against Hector, Hector as yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, you're making this episode more suspenseful than I like. <laughs> 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 
Maybe you need to watch it. Not at five in the morning. I watched it again when I got back. I've watched it three times now. Three times. It could be just the guy who owned the land saying, "Don't park here. Don't park here. This is not. This is not. How dare you, sir? Don't murder people. Come on. People are always looking at you. To sit for a year of pretending that it's going to be just the guy saying, Don't park here. <laughs> yeah. It was a ticket. Yeah. And it was just a warning. Excuse me. This is private property. Uh, it's, uh, what's his face? Norm from Cheers. George Wendt comes George out. Wendt. <laughs> <laughs> just, sorry, just, uh, uh, like I know it's a good it's a good parking spot, but it's private property. Uh, I understand why you would want to park there. Cool. Well, I'll be on my way. It's a good sight line to kill the guys in the cow house. Uh, yeah. Any other other thoughts on? There wasn't much. I, yeah, there wasn't much, but I think I'm. So many episodes this year have shown Mike. You know, especially by the time the episode ends, really in a position of power. This is a guy who knows what he's doing, even when he's putting on a show of making it look like mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing. Everything's very calculated. He's a very cool customer, and to see Mike really thrown by something really kind of um, made me very excited to see what's going to happen with him Mm -hmm. and happen with the show uh, next year because it was I mean it was was, yeah it was it was was very disconcerting honestly because Mike is always the guy who's in control so yeah just in terms of storytelling that's a thing you want you can't have your lead character always being knowing what's going on exactly yeah but see now because of that the fact that Nacho always stayed in his sight line is what kept me thinking Nacho had something to do with the don't like be it that he had somebody else go it's just almost as if Nacho knew what, like what to expect mm. and just wouldn't move out of the space mm, but Nacho wouldn't I, like he's so tight with his circle that it's hit, like he he's the only one that goes to talk to Mike mm. yeah like I can't imagine him letting someone else in on that very true yeah and I also think he would have just taken Mike out instead yeah. I don't think, I think if he was that, he felt that threatened or like, like Hector and his crew is, is that threatened. I think he would just be like, you know what? Take him out. Like yeah, he's, he was he's, reaching he's for his trouble. gun last week. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think he would, I, I think he would solve the problem if he actually mm-hmm. knew that that was he would have used happening. stronger language than don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, I will admit. Please don't. I was a little. I, I didn't really enjoy the fact that you see Mike follow them into the woods. Then, oh, let's go practice some gun shooting. Oh, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, well, now let me go back. They probably haven't killed him yet. Yeah. Like, like That timeline was The timeline, little... yeah. It seemed like it was like a day in between, which yeah. felt at least, or at, yeah. least, at least five hours, right? Like, yeah, that's true. He had to go yeah. back and get his his car and then yeah. go. That was like a television timeline. Yeah, and it just yeah. seemed it's very, convenient. very convenient very that convenient. he happened to see. I know it takes a long time to dig a grave, I'm sure. Actually. It's a big hole, but... Not as long as you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how motivated you are. Uh, was that... I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, was that... Don't. Was that on an index card? No, mm-hmm. it was no. a white card. Yeah, it was a piece of, uh, a piece of like, spiral-bound okay. note yeah. paper. Oh, was it? Right. Yeah. Because oh, it had the, the things little that Poyos Hermanos. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> uh, again. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just Speaking kidding. of Poyos guess. Hermanos, I... F- yes. Yes. The <laughs> shirt that Mike Henley is currently wearing. Uh, yeah. Go on. It's interesting to me that they would be bringing Gus Fring in at this point, uh, but we haven't seen any 
Just in the background of Hoyos. Albuquerque, any yeah. Yeah. Hoyos yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a big restaurant. Right. That's just like it's, a, it's a regional chain. Yeah. You'd think they would have thrown up some signage. Well, then I would like, uh, on that note, uh, to throw in the first Stone Cold Lock uh, for Season 3 of Better Call Saul. Uh, and that is uh, Episode 1 yeah. of Season 3. We will see, early on in the episode... A Poyos Hermanos logo, logo reference something, something. Yeah. Okay. and then um, I would say you know maybe even the same episode, maybe as that cliffhanger or as just that ending note. Mm-hmm. Seeing Mike us. knocks on a door, yeah. and then the door opens, and someone's holding a gun to his face. <laughs> and wasn't it though, um, like to meet Walt? It was just, or. He just told him to go to the restaurant and didn't tell him what he was going for, right? right. Like, he had one of his guys yeah. go and tell him. He just sat there, and yeah. then when he, when Gus Man. saw yeah. um, Jesse, he just decided not to talk to yeah. him. Yeah. But he didn't know what he was even waiting for. Like yeah. Maybe there's going to be a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the beginning of Breaking Bad, that wasn't a, it wasn't like a, hey, we got this brand new restaurant just moved into town. Like, it was an yeah. established business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it seems weird to me that if we're only a few years before the beginning of that... That they wouldn't have bothered. To, I mean, these guys just the, driving the by producers, it. Just a yeah, the, the producers of the show are so uh, like calculated with kinds of Easter eggs they drop. And yeah, you think maybe that's just it. It's the idea of they don't want you distracted by that yet. Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I was distracted yeah, that right. it wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> well, just because it isn't in the world, and we do keep seeing things like the doghouse. We keep seeing mm-hmm. like just locations we've seen before. So it wouldn't have been odd. Yeah, it wouldn't. But you're, you're, you might be right too that they just don't want you thinking. Well, that we have to get to Gus, right? Because Mike worked for Gus. Like, there's yeah. not really. Yeah, that's the connection to Jimmy. But or the, what, connection to Saul. That's not his connection to Saul. <clears throat> and or well, I Gus. Think is. I think Gus. It, oh, to to, to yeah, Mike. Okay, yeah, that's the. Like Walt. Mike was to, the connection yeah. between Jimmy and Gus. Yes. Yeah, because I think he. I know a guy who knows a guy. I think yes. he's the guy that he knows. Yeah, knows but Mike, guy. Is, yeah. the guy yeah. Mike knows, is the guy he knows. And then Gus is the guy Mike, Mike knows. Mike is the guy he knows he knows. <laughs> Mike is the guy he knows. But like, when you start to plan out a series, and especially since it's a prequel, looking at how many, like not knowing necessarily how many seasons you're going to go, yeah. Yeah. there's certain things I'm sure you have to keep in your back pocket yeah. because it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. we've got to stretch this out mm-hmm. yeah. for who knows how long. Yeah. 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 Shouldn't be any longer, though, than when the Breaking Bad universe happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope next year they just have a scene where, like, they just, like, just mock us a little bit and just, like, I don't know, have Mike and Jimmy for some reason just sitting down at a Los Polos Hermanos and just be like, remember last year when we were here, like, all the time? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this place. <laughs> this place is so great. It's been here forever. They should do, uh, do it like the, the Chinese restaurant episode of Seinfeld where they're just, the whole episode takes place in a Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> um, and it's just uh, Saul or uh, Mike trying to talk to. Talk it's to pronounced Ermin Trout, <laughs> not Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. A thing just right, popped cool. into my head, and this is just me being stupid. But I, I remember we had discussed in a previous podcast on how if they ever used uh, Brian Cranston or anything mm-hmm. in this series, 
what would be a good way of doing it. And I was just realizing, what if Saul went to the car wash, like when he was working Mm -hmm. at the car wash as just Mm -hmm. the like Mm -hmm. lower level guy? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, it just popped into my head. I just Mm -hmm. saw the scene. Yeah, that or just in line at Pollos Hermanos, uh, any any one of those things. Anything kind of a throwaway. Yeah. Is a little. I wanted to be. Well, my second choice is a throwaway. My first choice is no Brian Cranston. Oh, I yeah. don't want to brag. I agree. And I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it'll feel shoehorned, mm-hmm. and I don't want it. But if it has to happen, I'm like in a grocery store or something. Yeah. Or like he's driving think, and he's just like right in the back, like in the yeah. other car, but they never mention it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, never shit, relevant to the plot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. I'm. Uh, that's how I want it. It's T-bone noise. There, 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 there's a point when when you're doing a prequel and like these references can like tip over into just plain annoying mm-hmm. and you know it's a tricky line to walk so I really hope they stay on the yeah. right side of that and I, I kind of feel like any appearance by Brian Cranston might be a little bit too much yeah I'd still welcome it I wouldn't turn it down yeah. but I mean it's, yeah. uh, anything else on the mic Ermin Trout. Uh, I mean, line. if we could just double down on that sound editing. Holy so moly. Great. Yeah, so Holy great. Moly. So good. Yeah. Never been so scared of cicadas in my life. Or <laughs> <laughs> just eerie. Like, yeah. uh, and then I'm like, yeah. oh my god, the bug stopped. The bug yeah. stopped. And then, uh, oh. This might be a dark thing to say, but I don't care, honestly. Um, when, <laughs> the, when, that, when the sound of those cicadas got so overpowering, the first thought that went through my mind was like, God, I could never assassinate somebody. Yeah. <laughs> This is way too much. This is too much. Yeah. And something would go wrong. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of like that. That when you're you're amped up on something, like it's just the adrenaline yeah. pumping through your ears. Yeah. You don't even hear anything, and that's what the cicadas reminded me of. Like yeah. he's like he's got to calm himself down in order to do the job that he does. Yeah. yeah. For me, it reminded me of um, Chuck dealing with all of the electricity yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and the way he hears yeah. those sounds mm-hmm. because yeah. of the buzzing of the, the lights. I mean, it's, it's kind of similar. Um, um, yeah. Any any other thoughts on Eamon Trout? Mm. Oh. All right. Well, then we will uh, take this time to go through plugs. All right. What do you got coming up? Anybody want some more tequila while we're... Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, Mike? Um, I just have my movie reviews at my website, uh, which is ttcritic.wordpress.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter at uh, Michael J. Henley. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, and those movie reviews uh, we'll be talking soon. We'll be found uh, at watercooler.com. Uh, coming soon. The water cooler. Let's see. Um, I have Masher, uh, which is an improv team. I am on at Fit. We have a show Wednesday the 20th. We are in the 9 o'clock block. Um, and then Thursday this week, I am uh, playing with Bed Savage for Comedian Deconstruction's last show, mm. which is at Letage, which is at 8 o'clock. And that has been going for four years? I think so. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. I just started playing in this past year. And that's um, at 6th and Bainbridge. That's correct. In Philadelphia, PA. Yes. And then, last but not least, uh, Friday the 29th at 10.30, I uh, host a show called Lady Bits, which is also at the Philly Improv Theater, which is happening that night. Um, The theme for the month is moms. Cool. I uh, have a goat rodeo show in June, named to be determined. Uh, I believe it's on June 9th and 10th. 
And then the next Thursday and Friday, I can't remember the dates, which is terrible. But, um, yeah, so that's that. That's all I really think I have on the books. Cool. Uh, my sketch group, Swedish, will be performing in Baltimore on uh, May 7th, at part of the Charm City Comedy Festival. Uh, so if you were in the Baltimore uh, Mid-Atlantic area at 4 o'clock on a Saturday, <laughs> come see Swedish at Zissimo's. Cool. In the Hampton District. Uh, for me, just uh, first some fit plugs. Uh, this is Mike. Um, go to uh, fitcomedy.com. Right now, all the intro classes are on sale for just $1.99. We also have a bunch of free intro to improv and free intro to sketch classes uh, that you can do. And those are um, at the Philly Improv Theater at 2030 Sansom in Philadelphia, PA. And there's a bunch to choose from. Uh uh, personal things, you can go to MikeMarbeck.com to uh, listen to this podcast, other podcasts, including Starcraft and Mad, <laughs> of course. Uh, and uh, this podcast, okay. as well as the others, will be moving over to... Um, the Water Cooler. Water Cooler. Water Cooler. It is spelled W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R. And it's kind of going to be a site... With uh, Philly-based podcasts, but also other Philly um, uh, topics. Uh, I'm going to do some politic things. I'm going to do a little politicking. Oh. Um, and uh, some... Doesn't some, seem like some, the right year for it. Some know. reviews. <laughs> uh, some some other stuff. Uh, Philly Comedians tweets will be kind of captured there. Um, so kind of a news and information site as... Uh, uh, yeah. Run by a bunch of uh, people throughout Philadelphia, which should be uh, should be fun. And you can follow me at Mike Marbeck. Um, and the as far as shows go, uh, Study Hall on Saturday the twenty third, real fun show at the Philly Improv Theater, and uh, the Sideshow, ten thirty p.m. this Friday, cool on the twenty second, which should be neat. And I'm performing in that show uh, as well as the the night before too on Thursday the twenty second. I think it is. Uh, so there's some things coming up. Go to MikeMarbeck.com. Check them out. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's move on to uh, the Jimmy McGill, Slippin' Jimmy, Saul Goodman side of things. Put the space blanket. Yeah, it's really hot on my legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah it does. That's the point yeah. of it. He's cooking. Anybody want to wear the space blanket? I'll wear the space blanket. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of hot. Right over the mic. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's flying over like a balloon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. The crashed, waves out. The crashed Roswell, Roswell parts. <laughs> um, that's what it looks like. All right. Any All right. So, uh, diving in. Uh, when we left off last week, uh, Jimmy was at the outside oh, how of... How obnoxious that must have been. It's <laughs> 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 really loud crinkling. Yeah. Oh, right? Uh, Especially when we put it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do sound editing on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, All right. Uh, so when we left off last week, Jimmy was outside of the copy center, mm-hmm. uh, and he's looking in, just saying, "Call nine one one. Just somebody call nine one one. Do something." Because uh, Lance got him like a napkin, I think. <laughs> uh, and and Ernesto's not doing too much of anything. He's kind of poking him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we pick up. Um, not right there. We we go to the hospital. 
Uh, we're in a hospital, um, and the nurse uh, says uh, that the chaplain is in the building. Basically, uh, you can call him if you need him. Um, uh, she moves away, and and this is something that happened a lot in this episode. These little slow pullaways, yeah. these slow reveals throughout this episode. Uh, she moves away and reveals Chuck mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. Um, at this point, did any of you put together that it was a flashback? I put it together immediately. Yes. Yes. Flashback colors. The color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, flashback. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, uh, right. uh, okay. And I, then I'm like, I see what you're trying to do, but you shouldn't use flashback colors, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <A> rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Just like with the other color stuff, I didn't notice this time. <laughs> Pretty sloppy, director Vince Gilligan. <laughs> Uh, so slow zoom out, uh, to reveal the mom. Mm-hmm. The mom is in the bed. Uh, and Jimmy's talking like, ah, she, you know, it's been three days. It could be three days more. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I gotta go eat something. Yeah. Uh, I want to eat a hoagie. Well, he also, he also, well, he was, he was pitching it as, have you eaten? Yeah. Haven't yeah. eaten? Yeah. yeah, he was. Which is more, it is a concern thing. And it's a thing he still does now. And yep. it's a thing that you say to somebody who's been sitting by a loved one's bedside, where you mm-hmm. go, you're not taking care of you, you can't take care of someone else if you're not taking care of you. Right. So there, but it wasn't as, it wasn't selfish, sure. what he was saying. Okay. Uh, and uh, as he hoagies. leaves for hoagies, um, uh, Chuck just kind of breaks down. Uh, starts crying, um, very sad, um, and in these moments, uh, his mom wakes up, uh, and she says Jimmy's name. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, no, it's me. It's it, it's Chuck. I'm here. It's Chuck. For the love of God. Whatever you do, don't say Jimmy's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chuck. Damn you, um, Jimmy! Jimmy. <laughs> uh, and then he pulled the plug uh, uh, with his foot. We didn't see it on camera, but he kind of just we know to, we know it happened. Yeah, yeah. he footsie to he footsie to the the little cord and just kind of pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, she flatlines. There was a puppy under the bed too. <laughs> yeah. Um, she flatlines, uh, and the nurse comes in, and he just goes from breaking down to lawyer yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this is it then. <laughs> like, yeah. That's such a weird. That's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, do I need to sign? Do something? I need to do something? Yeah. Uh, so this is it <laughs> yeah. then. No, she had a DNR, which yeah. is do not resuscitate. Uh, and uh, Jimmy comes back. And he's kind of going around. He goes into the room uh, where she was, doesn't see her there, thinks he has the wrong room, goes into a, another room down the hall. He's like, wait a second, there are no, there's no yeah. other room. Uh, and then finds Chuck, um, and he lets her know that she that she died. Well, what happened? Did she did she wake up? Yeah, did she did say she anything? say anything? Did she say my name? Tell me. Did she did she say uh, did she happen to yell out Jimmy? Say Jimmy in like a really uh, sad old lady. <laughs> yeah. Were you crying, Chuck? <laughs> um, were you crying when she said it? Um, so yeah, he's like, did she wake up? Did she say anything at all? And Chuck says, mm, nah. no, 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 nothing, nothing. Didn't uh, didn't say didn't say a word. Nothing, nothing, nothing I can remember. Um, so there's that. Uh, anything on those moments? How do you guys read that decision of Chuck to say no? He didn't. I don't think he wanted Jimmy to have the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I felt that way, but at the same time, I also feel like Chuck could justify that to himself as I don't want Jimmy to feel that heartbreak mm-hmm. of knowing that he yeah, missed it. I don't but know. I feel like it was more this, of a selfish. But know, no, but that's not. I mean, that's that would be a self justification that Chuck yeah. would tell himself. Yeah. That's not what he. The reason, mm-hmm. real reason. Yeah. If we didn't know as much about Chuck as we know now, yeah, I, I might believe that. Yeah. yeah, but we know as soon as she woke up, like in th- there are a couple moments in throughout this episode, this storyline in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I felt like I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, any of you? Yeah, it felt it was a little like it's TV telescoping. Really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's got plenty of time to lay in this bed. Yeah. I'm just going to. We've go been get here hungry. for three full days. <laughs> yeah. What could right. possibly so, go wrong so if course, I leave? The second yeah. right. he yeah. steps out of the room. Yeah. So I felt like I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I felt that as soon as she like started. <laughs> um. Well, here's the end of it. Comes comes alive, wakes up, that if she says anything, it's going to be Jimmy. Yeah. It's going to be, she's going to be asking Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are a few other things where, it's in in my notes, I'll get to it, I don't even remember what it is at this point, Um, that uh, I just felt like, I, I know yeah, what's going no, on. Yeah. I, know I, what's going I said on. a few yeah. things out loud, like yeah. during the episode, mm-hmm. that I was like, "Oh, I, oh, that's what's happening." Yeah. Uh, so does that happen well, in real life? I've, you know, I've never sat at the deathbed of a person. Is it like, like in TV, where it's like they say someone's name, who's very uh, special to the plot of their life? Yeah. I don't think so. No, it no, can't be. That's ridiculous. So. That's yeah. that's. TV writer stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. If I have, so if I'm I know not, that somebody's no, not at my bedside, at on that day, the fateful hour, I'm going to say something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of yeah. hope my last words are ridiculous. So yeah. Kinda, and if it's, it's a name, hoping. it's going to be someone that I have no business knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I say something about food. Just food in general? Yeah, just say yeah. Food's good. Yeah. Seems likely in the... Yeah. I like really. food. <laughs> um, you gonna finish that? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That's a great line to go out on. <laughs> uh, uh, during this scene, though, I thought it was kind of a... It was, it was very telling of their relationship. Yes. While they're sitting there, and... Um, I, I, uh, he, Jimmy starts go, you know, like trying to be um, kind of cheerful a little bit, or like remembering good times and say, "I remember that surprise party I threw for mom, and I accidentally invited yeah. Cheryl and mm-hmm. Patty or whatever their names were." And oh, that was crazy. And Chuck's like, "Yeah, all I remember is having to clean up afterward, and mom having to drive one of them home." Yeah. And like, it was just the way Chuck remembers the negative, and Jimmy yeah. is putting this positive swing on it, and that. His mom calls out Jimmy, so it's almost like his mom might have remembered that positively, mm-hmm. that whole experience, even if it was just a little silly mm-hmm. experience. But Chuck always puts that sort of negative swing on things, and just Which, on his brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like Chuck. Yeah. Um, but this show does an awesome job of, every once in a while, making you give a shit about him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, such as the Him like crying. this this yeah. parts of this episode uh, part the the story that they told uh, that I think he told Kim yeah, yeah. Um, where he's like hey this is the, this is the deal oh no not my not not, not Jimmy um, and how he's taken care of we know how he's taken care of of Jimmy and gotten him out of all these different jams mm-hmm. and everything uh, so Chuck is not a terrible person um, 
Um, but at the same time, I'm also annoyed at the show for making me care about him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. I, I keep thinking about that cold open that they did a couple weeks ago with um, once the flashback to Chuck married with Rebecca, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 and how he's prepping her for you know you know you know it's, it's going to be a problem yeah. you know he's a handful and everything and when she starts to like him basically and then Chuck tries to kind of keep up trying to meet Jimmy on yeah. his level just like look I can be funny you know and, and Chuck's, yeah. Chuck's just yeah. not the funny guy like yeah. you know yeah. Chuck you know Chuck is so jealous of the fact that people like. His brother, yeah. you know, like he's no, but but seriously, like, though, I feel, yeah. like I felt like I was waiting for like maybe he'd start to have like a twitch, like a yeah. like a, what like a Doctor uh, Leo Marvin yeah. Uh, yeah. falling apart, total workout, yeah. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I really, I, I like, I love this character, Chuck, and the reason I love it is because the way they're writing him, he's not a cartoon villain, not right. at all, uh, and and just in the same way that Skyler, I love Skyler, mm-hmm. like everyone is rooting against. Chuck and everyone's rooting against Skyler, but in their universe, in Chuck's universe, he's right, mm-hmm. and he was he's right. He was person. right across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything that he did, like he was vindictive, and and he was very obsessive about proving that he was right, but he wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, I love the, I love the way they write their. Yeah. I love the I love the way they write their uh, antagonists. As they're real people. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, always, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like they're still accessible. Like, it's mm-hmm. always... Like, you always... Mm-hmm. Un- you get why he's that way. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Understand. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. He's not evil for the sake of being no. evil. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's just gotten the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. He's always just been the... Like, the lesser... Yeah. While yeah. trying so much more to be mm-hmm. the better. Yeah. He's Frank Grimes. And that yeah. can be said about so many of these characters. Yeah. Like, even Howard. Like, yeah. the way we felt about Howard last mm-hmm. season is... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's none of them are cartoonish. Yeah, you know? they all have. We see why they are yeah. the way that they are. And you hate them some days, and you don't hate them other days. Mm-hmm. Just like real people, just you like hate them, you don't hate them some days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Oh my I God! Just, I understand, Chuck. No, no. I am oh, Chuck. I was just trying to resolve <laughs> my feelings about the fact that just like I think Chuck is a way worse person than Skyler is. Uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. You know. Well, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I do. Well, he's got more power to make someone smaller. Too. Yeah, and he's much more vindictive, and yeah. he's well sneaky and. But the lens that we see Skylar through is always, in theory, in the bigger picture, the lens of being married to Walt. Like that yes. is his yes. wife. So underneath yeah. it all, there's still that theoretical relationship and love that is supposed to be yes. there yeah. of yeah. some kind. But these two are just. We got stuck in this place together. And yeah. That's one of the tricky things about like this golden age of anti-hero main characters, mm-hmm. where like we're rooting for essentially the bad guy, mm-hmm. and so anyone who's the the bad guy's nemesis is is a bad is guy the us. bad guy yeah. to us. It's, which it's a weird thing. Which which is why I mean you know to bring up Skyler again when people were watching Breaking Bad. And, like, I remember the reaction, mm-hmm. you know, to just, like, oh, Skyler's the worst, you know? Right. And there was a lot of stuff swirling around, around that reaction, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, a lot of stuff that I don't really want to get into. But at the same time, I, and, and in addition, I was always just like, you know, so you hate Skyler because she's the one saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't be a drug dealer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aren't, you, know. aren't you thinking about our family? Right, right. I mean, and that, that happens these are a lot with um, valid concerns. Uh, uh, that happened a lot also in Mad Men, mm-hmm. where when you, the first time you watch, like I, I've rewatched it a bunch of times, and the first time I watch it, I'm, I'm all with Don Draper, and I'm mm-hmm. like, he's a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you start watching it again, and you get used yeah. to who he is, and then you go, oh my God, he's an asshole. Like mm-hmm. everybody else is, mm-hmm. they're right. Like, why was I so mad mm-hmm. about the other people? And Carmela Soprano? Yeah. 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 You don't realize it because you love the main character so much. Yeah, right. But it's specifically, the writers, it, it, yeah. Yeah. in the in the Chuck and Jimmy scenario, uh, if I mean it's like a prodigal son thing, where Jimmy's all he's the wayward he's the wayward kid, and he mm-hmm. always comes back, and everyone loves Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, more than I guess the rest of you guys, I identified with Chuck more mm-hmm. than. A little bit because I'm the oldest son of a family of idiots, <laughs> so like I'm I'm the one that's keeping everything together. Like so, I I, I identify with Chuck a little bit. I, yeah, no, I'm with you. I feel yeah. like I'm the one that cleans up a lot of messes, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that's always the responsible right. one. And the uh, second the I one try that's to not, cut yeah. loose, yeah. Same. that's Same. when the, yeah, the axe comes down to me. Yeah. yeah, one more thing is the well, the difference also though between Chuck and Jimmy, and I guess what Chuck doesn't even understand. Is Chuck is always, he is always right, but he likes to tell everybody he's always right. And Jimmy Mm -hmm. likes to, I I think he likes to see people realize what they like and Mm -hmm. what kind of person they want to talk to and talk to them like that. And Jimmy is always down on everyone's level and and treats them all like human beings. And Chuck treats everyone like they're not as smart as him. And that's a huge a huge thing in why people like Jimmy and why people don't like Chuck. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I, can I yeah, say one yeah, more thing sure. about the hospital scene? Um, that whole opening actually really got to me because um, there's a whole there's a whole level that uh, like that scene kind of works on that I think not necessarily will work on for every single person in the viewing audience, but like there's a very specific kind of reaction um, that a, that a family has when they go through grief together, mm-hmm. and like especially when they lose a parent. And there's a lot of internal struggle in terms of how do I react? I don't know how to react. And a lot of that's based out of the idea of, you know, no matter how long you've been an adult already, it's kind of, I'm the adult now, you know? There's there's nobody left, yeah. and I don't know how to react to this. And one of the most frustrating things, um, you know, um, that you can... One of, one of the most confusing things you know in a situation like that is to be someone be, be someone in a family and you see other family members not reacting in a way that you feel is correct mm-hmm. okay. and yeah, yeah. you see so much of that in you know in the reaction between Chuck and Jimmy because you know they've been sitting there for days and Jimmy's just said I'm really really hungry I need to I need to eat and you know Chuck just how Jimmy is reacting right now how he's processing this is kind of is distasteful to him yeah and it's so, yeah, and, like, it's just, it's, but, like, and it's not that Jimmy's being insensitive, it's just that he's, you know, and, and he's thinking of Chuck, he's the fact, thinking of the fact that Chuck hasn't eaten, he hasn't eaten, he's processing the grief in a different way, and it's a really, and it, it can cause, you know, problems between yeah. people because, be, because they don't understand, they don't understand that the other person is going through some, something similar just in their own way, you mm-hmm. know, and, it, I, I I really really found that you know effective you know as as someone who's been in that situation more than once, sure. um, it's yeah it, it's really really rough and I, th- I thought that was really really well done mm-hmm. well well realized well, well 
real perceptive stuff. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? Uh, my plan is to die before my parents. So I don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm going out first. <laughs> Beat them right. to the punch. That was my plan with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and you, then me, with all of them, the rest of our parents. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I don't want to deal with grief at all. We then go to uh, the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least as far as the show timeline goes. Uh, Jimmy rushes in. He rushes into the copy center uh, and tells them, "You call, you know, call nine one one." He starts unplugging everything, yeah. turning off lights, unplugging mm-hmm. copy copy machines. Um, he gets a he asks Lance to get a cushion for Chuck. He reaches over, grabs some uh, bubble wrap, bubble wrap. Yeah. Uh, fr- from under the counter. Good detail. Um, and he props up Chuck's head, and Chuck gives this look to say, like. I knew it, you piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I. Yeah, you know what? That's not the. It. I read it like he was heartbroken. It was kind of like a. Oh, Jimmy, you well, you did yeah. this. You this you, you confirmed <laughs> everything. Well, that's oh. it. Yeah, I mean, to me, they're those, those are smushed Give right up there things. against yeah. each other. Yeah, um, but uh, it definitely felt more heartbreaking than. All right, uh, this is- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what are you for me? Space blanket is done. It's <laughs> <laughs> a constant right. crinkle. Right. And then when it stops, you start to get worried, and it's like yeah. the cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that those those two thoughts are kind mm-hmm. of mixed, sure. uh, mixed, uh, smushed together. Uh, so we're in the hospital. And Chuck is getting examined, um, and he's asking them, "Turn off the lights." Yeah. No this EKG. Scene is no, done no cat so scan. Well. And uh, yeah, this was uh, along the lines of Captain Phillips. Have you guys seen Captain? Yes, Phillips? that's so what I was thinking. Yes, um, where he's being looked at. It's kind of like after the fact mm-hmm. um, uh, of this this ordeal. It was just so, done so well. Um, just a one it shot. Felt yeah, like, and yeah. it felt like you were there, yeah. like you were in that position. So yeah. much like anxiety was yeah. happening, and, and the, I, the way it was shot, the, the, yeah. the framing of everything, um, and I just kept. I was so annoyed. Like this is where where I was caring about Chuck the most throughout yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, why aren't you listening to him? Like, yeah. if I was in that yeah. position, uh, if I like, no. maybe maybe he really has an allergy to electricity. I saw, I, I kind of saw it on both angles because I heard yeah. like they were being very like, no, sweetheart, we're just trying to help you. Like they were being very polite about the whole thing yeah. about considering what he was saying. Like, turn yeah. off the lights. Like, yeah. Why would they ever do that in a yeah. hospital? Polite and yeah. condescending. But they, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they weren't letting him get to the point as to why. Yeah. It yeah. was just like, if somebody just said, turn off the lights, of course you're going to go, no, no, we're doing things. You'll yeah. think he's delusional. Yeah. But he also just hit his head. So he, I would think that they would think he's just saying things. Yeah. Right. I'm sure I, they've heard words. Yeah, in an emergency yeah. room, I'm sure they hear people yeah. rattling off God only. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, to be honest, I was shocked that um, Jimmy wasn't in the room. Yeah. Like, I expected him to be right there being like, guys, no. Yeah. I was shocked that they didn't just sedate him and yeah. then do yes. the yes. things. Yes. And I'm like, just right. sedate yes. him. Yes. Like, yes. he's clearly, like, even if he is, we know he's speaking normally. He sounded like a crazy person. And it seems like, okay, we just need to sedate him and get him a CAT scan and make sure everything's okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, that'll, that'll come back up in a moment. Um, because I had the same thought with yeah. the, with the sedation. Uh, so... 
Yeah, I'm just super annoyed. It's like, just turn on, you know, yeah, I'm telling yeah. the hospital, like, turn in my head, like, turn off the lights, turn off the equipment. Oh, and this is <laughs> another thing. I don't know if this, I, I have no idea whether or not it's true, but the one ER guy who's like, this is Charles McGill, and he's got this, this is, he sounded like Vince Gilligan, and I don't know if it was Ooh, Vince Gilligan, but it so, seems like something he would do, mm-hmm. and he, sure. the delivery wasn't. Terrific. So that <laughs> felt a little stiff, and that's and I'm like he's got a very distinctive voice, and that's why I felt like it was Vince Gilligan. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Sorry, Vince Gilligan, if you're listening, you know, uh, if you haven't turned it off, yeah. <laughs> if you have gotten past it. the space, like it. Yeah, um, he listens to it on triple time. Yeah. Uh, I what the plugs were. All right, so. <laughs> Doctor comes in, and the uh, doctor. I don't know if you've seen the yeah, doctor. Yes, we yeah. have. Yes, first yeah. season. Clear of all. Clear of all. Yeah, clear of all. Wait. Uh, in, oh, in, in this first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. um, I, I was thinking of where I had seen her elsewhere. Oh, uh, and it was on Carnival Hall. Yeah, yeah. Fleet of all. Yeah. 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 Fleet of all. Yeah. 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 She's also on an SVU Wait, episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. she? Like, it's pronounced oh. weird, Mike. She's yeah. something else, too. Yeah. Yeah, she's been around for a she's while. She's she was like in an early Bucky. She was in... Oh, was she in The Craft? She, yeah. she might yeah. have been. No, I don't think she no. was, but she was in a movie. Like I, a she was like a girl. Teen, she yeah. was in some girl. sort of teen movie. Yeah. yeah. She was in a lot of area. 90s yeah. and early 2000s yeah. Yeah. teen shows. Yeah. yeah. She um, plays one of the hostages in Argo. Not, she wasn't in as many teen shows as Schweikert was in court shows. No. Uh, but, I mean, he's got a couple years on it. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> he does. Um, all right. Uh, so uh, she comes in. Uh, what can you tell me about, because uh, I don't necessarily uh, remember so much, uh, what did we see her with last season? She was the doctor there. I, why did he check out of the hospital in the I'm first place? Yeah. Um, um, it's but, when It's when... It's when Chuck gets arrested. Oh, oh yeah, it? yeah, because they, they, he the stole the newspaper. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then they, they pulled him out of the house, and he was all crazy, so they brought him to the hospital, yeah. and, and Jimmy told him to turn off all the electricity, and then she went in there with her phone and go, oh, yeah, I'm not... I, I took everything out, and then she was just kind of, like, doing this on his legs, and he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like... He's, like he need, he needs to go see a therapist. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't healthy, and Jimmy didn't, you know, take her advice. I remember thinking at the time... It's weird they got Clea Duvall to do a scene. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm glad it, yeah. it finally well, came back. Like, oh, okay. It's, uh, Clea it's still weird though. Yeah. I mean, well, she two might, scenes you know, now. Yeah. They're yeah. stretching it out. She's, yeah. You know. But then we're gonna wait for it next season. We need more Clea Duvalls. What yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so uh, one of my favorite things about the, all these hospital scenes. Let me just because uh, they did a lot during the ER scene and she did a lot uh, is that they keep calling him Charles yes, yes. Uh, which is so great yeah. I, I don't know why I like it so much but it's like like they're not doing the thing he needs and also they don't know him right yeah. they don't know him or they know that his name is Chuck yeah well yeah a lot of that dialogue a lot of the dialogue throughout the whole hospital sequence is like that because you mentioned Captain Phillips like earlier and I think you know despite the fact that they're not listening to Chuck all their dialogue is like it's just the right correct blend of you know comforting but also professional yeah. and also we need information from you yeah. like the exact blend that you would get you know when you're in, in a situation in like a that hospital. very few TV doctors actually convey this you yeah. know Mm-hmm. And then there's also that balance of like the fact that he always calls Ernie Ernesto. Yes, yes. this yes. is the yes. one yes. place, be it that it's like yeah. the proper Ernie. reverence for him that yeah. he's finally getting. Yeah. yeah, or it's just yeah. this idea that it's yeah, yeah. yeah that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's that's a yeah. perfect, that's a really good perfect yeah. mirror of mm-hmm. yeah. Because he doesn't know Ernie. Yeah, oh, that's great. Cool. Uh, so Chuck is refusing all the tests, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's a question of getting committed. 
that comes up. Uh, and then uh, I believe Jimmy floats out there kind of getting a judge involved, uh, which allow him to leave by granting Jimmy uh, temporary emergency guardianship. Oh, a TEG. Yeah. A TEG, mm-hmm. uh, as we call it in the biz. One of the le- yeah, le- DNR, EKG, yeah. TEG. Uh, DNR, I know. I knew going into this. I yeah. took a death and dying class no. in in college, oh, uh, no. which was all about uh, physician assisted suicide mm-hmm. uh, and dying with dignity and and those those sorts of things. That's like, where you got your liberal card. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, <laughs> this, this has your name on it. There yeah. you go. If I ever run for office, uh, they will come back to this podcast uh, because I am in full support <laughs> of letting people yeah, let people die with how they yeah. they want to die. Right? Yeah. Uh, especially if they're in uh, so, you know certain conditions uh, that are that, you know you're in a terminal condition. Yeah. Yeah. If you kind of finish everything up, why spread it out? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Any anywho. Uh, future That's um, a different podcast. future reporters that are listening to this uh, <laughs> digging for dirt on uh, Mike Marbach <laughs> running for office. Um, I stand by it. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, temporary emergency guardianship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy goes to Chow Ch- Chuck about the release. Uh, and he calls him. He's like, "Well, aren't you just like a regular Johnny on, yeah. the, Johnny on, the, Johnny on the spot? Um, there's only one way you could have gotten there that quickly. You never left." You bribed him. Um, uh, so once again, he is laying out exactly what has happened. And immediately. He and got this, yeah, he yeah, got yeah, this yeah. head injury, and this is the, the only thing he's concerned with. He's in this collar uh-huh. in yeah. the hospital, and he's just concerned with figuring out the mystery. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had some time to stew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not figuring out the mystery. Yeah. It's just laying down the blade. Yeah. 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 It's just getting that out. Uh, Ernesto, and then Ernesto says, after he's kind of, uh, Chuck is just saying, you did Rambling, this, you did yeah. that, yeah, ba 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 uh, and then Ernesto butts in, I, I called him, I called Jimmy, um, uh, I was worried about you, so I called Jimmy, it was a few minutes, and then he got there, yeah. uh, and then, uh, Chuck's just like, get out, yeah. <laughs> everybody out! Um, he gets this great like defeated slash disgusted look on his face where it's just like you know he knows that he knows he's lying don't ever tell me I'm wrong I know I'm right yeah Uh, so then Jimmy tells him that uh, he can get him um, he's gonna take care of him Uh, he's got temporary emergency guardianship and Chuck says uh, well you finally got me where you want me Mm -hmm. Um, assuming that he's just probably gonna have him committed or something Yeah. yeah Yeah. Or just have this over him. I yeah, think, or just have it over, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ernesto is talking to Jimmy um, and asks him, uh, you know, why he kind of did that. And he just says, the way that your brother has been talking about you, it's like he's just been out to get you. Mm-hmm. Something along yeah. those yeah. lines, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, You're my friend. That was pretty, yeah. pretty huge. Uh, I mean, we know how it ends up, but pretty yeah. huge for for Jimmy yeah. Ernesto coming coming through here. Yeah, um, and Ernesto's in purple. Yeah, he's got he's got, he's the got red. a little bit of red. Mixed yeah, in. it is blue. Yep. Yeah, so he's covering. <laughs> he's getting there. And then yeah. he had probably the best walk away line yep. I've yeah. seen. Uh-huh. I missed the mail room. I missed the mail room. Walking down the hall. Right. <laughs> oh, and earlier when you first see. Uh, Jimmy and Claire Duval talking. It looks like Ernesto basically put himself in timeout. Yeah, like he's like in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we are. Uh, Chuck is- you know, it's weird because I feel like 
Ernesto should have put together that while Jimmy is his friend, Jimmy did like he was there. Mm-hmm. But I don't. He. I think he's he's sort of at the Kim approach where. I don't want to know... I don't want to yeah. know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to defend you because you're my friend and because Chuck isn't. Yeah, so he's and being willfully ignorant. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. He's being, I think he's being willfully ignorant, and I think that because Chuck kind of talks down to him all the mm-hmm. time, he doesn't care for Chuck at yeah. all. He's not and Jimmy yeah. is his friend. Jimmy's on the same level. Jimmy treats him like a human being. Yeah. That's why he's going to take his side. Nobody yeah. wants Chuck to win. No. Nobody. Yeah. Like, nobody yeah. can yeah. bear the thought of him winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ernesto did call him friend, right? Did he say he does? My friend. He said, you're, he does. My you're my friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Chuck is getting a CAT scan, mm-hmm. um, or he's about to get a CAT scan, and he says, uh, it's like I have an allergy to penicillin, and you just keep treating me with penicillin. <laughs> yeah. um, and my question here is, like, about the sedative. Um, can't they do something to with shut this? him up? To sure. shut him up? Yeah. To- well, they, they did give him a bit of a sedative. I, 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 do, I, I can imagine that there is something that puts you, you. I mean, for surgeries and stuff, there's stuff that puts you down. Well, surgery, yeah. like this, this was my thought when, when again, uh, none of us are medical experts on yeah. this show, but we, it will not stop us from making stuff up. <laughs> yeah. um, I will assume, <laughs> and I will make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> uh, so with, uh, I think we should get Doctor Clea Duvall in here. Yeah, <laughs> some questions with, like uh, surgery, you don't necessarily have to be mentally active. Yeah. Like with the CAT scan, I think they want to see how your your mind yeah. works. I think that's, I think that's oh, the difference. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we can we can lock that. In. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Right. It sounds I'll make right. That a lot. Guys, I have a medical degree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Any doctor listening, listening right now? She's like, what are you talking about? What? What was that? They were looking for physical trauma. They were yeah. looking for swelling. They were looking for it's that not kind brain of stuff. activity, not yeah. activity per se. Because mm. so I would think that anybody, if somebody got a car accident or something, is still unconscious, they could still put like they would they would want to do that sort of test to make sure there's no bleeding. Well, yes. maybe that's a, a point. Right? Is it yeah. MRI that shows? The, it might be MRI. The, the, the I don't know. Actual. You know, we should check with Doctor Jules King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The EKG uh, so is a know. heart rhythm. Yeah. That's the heart thing. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yep. But I, yeah, CAT scan. Yeah. I'm not even a hundred. We don't even know what it stands for. Maybe it's it was sweet. a. Maybe it was a vindictive <laughs> cat, cat technician okay. who was just like, yeah. "You'll take Activity? your electricity and you'll like it." Activity <laughs> test. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Tart. Tart. Uh, um, uh, oh, but when he goes into the CAT scan, then they say it's going to be noise and it's going to be loud. And, you know, just, you know, it's okay, don't move, though. And then mm-hmm. it was just the noise, and you see him freaking out. Yeah. Uh, so, Kim arrives, uh, and uh, she brings some, some stuff with her, some some snacks. Uh, and Jimmy... Did that, did that blackout happen before she comes? I can't remember. But, like, that, the way they shot that blackout in the CAT scan machine was great. Yeah, it was like... Because we are, like, we're yeah. seeing his point of view. Yeah. yeah. And you start to not understand the voices. Yeah. And everything's just... They really put us in his head, which yeah. I thought was great. Yeah. They did it throughout the episode. It's been pretty pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. Kim arrives in the, the hospital waiting room, um, asks what's going on. Jimmy says he's going to go find out. Uh, it's been a little while. Maybe they had to start restart five times or something like that. Mm. Uh, and the commercial mm-hmm. comes on. Yeah. Um, I didn't see what was playing. Uh, but I guess it was probably diagnosis murder. Um, I think it might have been a commercial. It went into a, uh, went into another commercial. The next commercial was for the, the, the weasel. The garden yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it just said Jimmy McGill weasel. weasel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the commercial was good. Yeah. 
and uh, the, the shot looked fantastic. Of, <laughs> Moxie of him is in, the in flat. such sweet supply these days. Yeah, gimme Jimmy. <laughs> gimme Jimmy. Gimme Jimmy. Uh, you didn't start World War II, <laughs> but you sure as heck fire ended. Uh, yeah, gimme Jimmy. <laughs> and we got to see like Kim like gazing at this shot. Yeah, there's Kim's also the so TV over the shoulder, which yeah. is like kind yeah. of a neat like the mm-hmm. way the shot was yeah. done. Uh, and then the garden weasel. And then weasel. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the only bummer about this episode for me is that we didn't get enough Kim. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She was hardly in the yeah. song. Yeah. 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 Immediately afterward, he like turned on his phone. He turned it off. Turned it off. Turned it off. Turned it off. Okay, because he knew he was going to get called. Get yeah. Okay, so yeah. he saw he did something this yeah, way. This is the thing off. I missed yesterday where I was writing down Weasel. Like, oh, Weasel. <laughs> and then today I was watching, I was like, oh, he just did something with his phone. Yeah, he turned that <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, uh, Doctor comes back, uh, Sophie from Carnival, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, everything looks normal. EKG normal, uh, and she believes it to be stress-related syntropy, I think she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but... There was a complication. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, how do you not lead with what he ended up being? I guess, unless yeah. she was just that confident that it's like, ah, this is just the thing he does. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. she wasn't buying it, whatever it was. He is so in what she called a self-induced kind of catatonic okay, state. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she totally doesn't believe it. I mean, well, yeah, she the does. whole time she's just been so... So it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, and... By the way, he's being not responsible. Yeah, he's choice. doing that thing he does. Yeah, yeah. But everything's working fine. Yeah, he's such yeah. a faker. Yeah. yeah, my job is done. Yeah. Now take him to the psychiatrist, please. Like yeah. I asked a year ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, it's got to be frustrating when you're right? in a position like that. And you're just like, no, he needs to, you know, go see a psychiatrist, yeah. go see a therapist, basically. And it doesn't happen, and they're back, like, several months later. She's like, well, I can't right. do anything. I, I will collect your copay yet uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. right? It's got to be so frustrating. Um, uh, well, when, when's he going to come out? You know, Jimmy's like, when's he going to come out of this? I don't know. It could be hours. It could be days. It could be weeks. Uh, fine. I will wait yeah. right here. Could be um, three more days. <laughs> it could yeah. be just three more days. But the way Why'd he got down, I was like, "This is this him learning his lesson from last time? Like last time he got up to eat. Last time, mm-hmm. but this time, that's yeah, how it's I read just, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then we see a quick montage of time passing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure if it was days or, or hours. Um, then again, there's a slow zoom out, uh, and Jimmy is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't go get a hoagie. Didn't go get a hoagie. Hoagie. Hoagie at Wawa. Um, <laughs> and uh, Chuck wakes up, asks for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he screams out, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> no, he screams out his own name. Yeah. Uh, Charles. Oh, uh, you're my favorite son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and asks for water. Yeah. And it's been 20 hours. 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Um... And, I was hoping uh, that newspaper would have local news on it, but I think it was the USA Today. It had yeah. something about Palestine. <laughs> Pause and zoom in. Yeah. 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 Spins in. Uh, <laughs> so where to next? Uh, the insane asylum? Uh, no, we're, we're going home. Uh, the T stands for temporary, Yeah, T, yeah, yeah. TG. T stands for temporary. Uh, then we go to Chuck's. Um, unless you have, you have anything on... Any thoughts on that so far? I think so. Uh, we did... Uh, 
when he went to go get water from the bathroom, he turned the light like, on. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, It was yeah. so fast, too. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 That's kind of like, though, when, like, your power goes out, and then you go to go into another room, and you're like, oh, right. Oh, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. That's not going to work. Which also reminds me of when he was working super early in the morning, Kim was working yeah. super late in the night, yeah. uh, and the copy, she was copying, mm-hmm. uh, and the light from the, the copy room was kind of shining in there just yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's he right, He was, like, yeah. coming out like it's a tanning salon. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. What is this, 60 bucks? Like, <laughs> he's doing, like, a, a Nosferatu. Yeah, so we go to Chuck's, um, and Jimmy's saying, you know, I'm going to do this, I'll do this, uh, and then Chuck is like, no, you've done your duty, go. Yeah. Go away. Also, when they, they come in, they shoot it from his desk, and there's just, like, a picture of them as children, like, while they're coming in, mm-hmm. which I just thought was nice that yeah. you see this picture of them, and then you see them now, and then it, like, went back to that shot again, like, when he's telling him to leave. Well, well, Chuck's whole tone, you know, for this whole you know, encounter here, you know, post waking up is, um, you know, despite, you know, him kind of suspecting that maybe Jimmy's going to commit him or anything instead takes him home instead downright, almost affable, honestly, like this almost seems like kind of a new Chuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, and another thing was that, uh, Jimmy told him, Oh, I'll make you food. You got to eat. Like he's, yeah. he's once again concerned mm-hmm. about him eating. Mm hmm. Which, you know, is usually a concern that you have for someone you care about. Yep. Uh, so Jimmy is, is asking, like, I don't have, you know, saying, I don't have keys. Yeah. How will I know if something goes wrong? Um, At least let me get Ernesto back. Yeah. Yeah. And, which he does. Um, and then after he leaves, Chuck immediately grabs his... <laughs> Space blanket. Noisy space blanket. Uh, yeah, this is now like uh, old timey radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it walks. Oh. Yeah, and, there's, <laughs> and there's a thunderstorm. <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> uh, Gets on his horse. <laughs> over to the garage, which he opens up and goes inside. And uh, he's, he grabs his lantern, yeah. or no, he brings his lantern yeah. with him. Yeah, full um, of electronics. Yeah, his full garage is full of unplugged electronics yeah. and shelves. Uh, and is looking for something. Uh, he finds a box labeled office, uh, and they don't really show you what he pulls out. Yeah, no. um, he kind of pulls something out with the tongs. With the tongs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did any of you? think about what that was before it was. No. Not until halfway through that last scene. Okay. I said it out. I went, oh, I know what he got. <laughs> right right at that moment, as soon as he pulled it out, he, nope. he got it. Yeah, he, I have a like, tape recorder, uh, question mark. Oh. Um, and as much as I wanted to kind of stay fully in, invested, each thing that happened, it just seemed so extreme uh, where I felt like again, we'll, we'll chat more about it, but that, that Chuck was just going so overboard. It was and, not Chuck, and it was not Chuck, uh, and it was him doing what Jimmy would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. chat about that. Not uh, to, can, I, can I just yeah, say sure. something real quick? Um, you know, I think you know, it, I, I just thought of this actually, and it kind of scared me just a little bit, basically. But um, you know, anyone watching this show who's under a certain age, they might not be thinking tape recorder because they don't know what that is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Not just be like, oh, you younger kids are stupid. No, it's not your job to know about a tape recorder. I'm just saying. Uh, I made a Top Boy reference during the episode. Hey, kids, we're home early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Next season, he'll take that to the court and record it at like double speed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can't accept this. Um, (laughs) It just sounds really high pitched. What's the big deal? It's funny. It's funny sounds. So. Uh, the commercial's working because yeah. we are in the lobby, yeah, uh, and it's full of seniors. So yep. it also kind of backs up that uh, yeah, we kind of knew this that he was sticking with the seniors, yeah. sticking with the uh, elder the elder law. Mm-hmm. Um, He's good at it. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, and there was that fun moment where the one guy's leaving <laughs> his his elderly time getting out, and he just Taking pauses. Puts on his gets sunglasses. the sunglasses, which are those, like, <laughs> super big. They look like uh, the eye virtual surgery. reality yeah. Yeah. kind of yeah. goggles. So good. Uh, yeah, yeah, put your sunglasses. Out there. Yeah. All right, got to protect gotta, your eyes. Got to protect those peepers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim tells Jimmy uh, that Howard has been trying to reach him, and it's about Chuck, and it's important. Uh, Jimmy's talking to his clients and says, uh, well, which one of you wants coffee? Uh, we, this woman over here. Uh, she's going to get you some coffee yeah. and some donuts if there's uh, if there's any left. Um, Please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then the one woman. Everyone raises their hand, but one woman, and then she goes, <laughs> "I want coffee, but no cream. I want but coffee, I don't but want no. cream. But, yeah. I, but I don't want cream." So Kim's um, left with this mess of old people who are going to complain. And there was something about that scene and the fact coming from both directions. Here she is now a principal in her own yeah. mm-hmm. firm, and she can't get away from yeah. all the men around her yeah. treating her. Because yes. the fact that Howard mm-hmm. called her yeah. and didn't call Jimmy. Yeah. Like, why are you calling? Yeah. You know his number. Call him. Yeah. And then Jimmy turns around and is like, yeah, she's going to get you coffee. And yeah. Like, she can't like, get out of it. Yeah, still, she can't do someone, what she's... Yeah. Good. She's really good at it yeah. too. Yeah. So it's not even like she's a shitty lawyer. And yeah. she has a pretty massive client. That yeah, she's yeah. Gonna, she she's could be working on yeah. Mesa Verde, but she's getting a bunch of old people coffee, and, and they don't, don't have a reception yeah. a receptionist. No. Yeah. Um, so just get Ernesto over there. I yeah, really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you almost look at that rainbow on the wall. Though. Yeah, the rainbow. Yeah. They're all sitting under Love the rainbow, rainbow, eating hard candy. Reminds me of <laughs> reminds me of one thing. Uh, Your dentist office. Is my a dentist kid. office has a kid. <laughs> Doctor Jacobson's. Um, they had a. It doesn't. But now I'm thinking about that. Uh, it was a fun dentist office. I don't know if he's still doing uh, dentistry, but it was Doctor Jacobson's in the far northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had. It was like it was fun to go there because it was a kids' dentist, and they had a arcade machine with Dig Dug. Remember oh, Dig Dug? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, super, super fun. Um, so yeah. Anywho, Doctor Jacobson's uh, wacky dentist. Um, wow. But the the tangents are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're like an hour and a half in, but the tangents are still my favorite part. Uh, of this podcast. I got to go to the dentist. Um, we just went. Yeah, we went last well, week. Last yeah, week. you had a his I, and her. I'm sure everyone everyone heard how right clean our we teeth That's were. Right. When we came to the podcast, <laughs> yeah, they heard all the. <laughs> 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 Every time there was a smile, Bing. Uh, it's a pretty good. Mike picks it all up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it reminded really reminded me of one of the locks I made earlier this season, which was, as we know right now, incorrect. It may still end up to be accurate uh, down the line, but for this season, as it stands, self-contained. Did not work out, and that was with Omar. I felt yeah. that oh yeah, Omar, we saw we'd see Omar again. Yeah. yeah, that 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 Jimmy would 
get Omar into some kind of trouble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was some kind of connection between the two of them. Omar liked them. Yeah. Um, you know, they were friendly, just like Ernesto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe that will serve that role. Maybe it was. Yeah. Let's just assume it was something in writing where, like, ah, oh, let's condense these characters. But they um, also I, that that just shows kind of how Jimmy is. That mm-hmm. uh, the people who are the like assistants in the office, the they love him. Yeah, yeah. The because he mm-hmm. treats them mm-hmm. like human beings, sure. but, and and that's like really important. But then he does things like the first thought I had when he went in to pay off the the copy guy mm-hmm. was like. You're screwing over Ernesto, yeah. huge right yeah. now mm-hmm. because now Ernesto's word. He's gonna look like, like a liar. Yeah, yeah. you are totally putting him at jeopardy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't necessarily care. He he relates it's, to. Yeah, them, it wasn't about Ernesto about yeah. at that yeah. point. It was about yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but he he speaks to anybody. He's he's always he's always doing a con. He's uh, like he's always talking to people the way he thinks is best to get to a certain point in that person. Mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. I think he's just such a like a, a specific kind of people person. A charmer. He's yeah. a charmer. A snake charmer. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's I, that's how he is. He talks yeah. to people so they like him. Mm-hmm. I still want to see me be right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, no, I still it's want to see Ernesto or not Ernesto. Uh, uh, I, hope, Omar, I hope Omar, Omar doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a good life, Omar. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think Working for Beggs. We'll see yeah. Yeah, him and Beggs again. Yeah. Um, Tuning the guitar. All right. Uh, so we left off. Uh, Kim t- yeah, Kim tells Jimmy that Howard's been trying to reach her about Chuck. Uh, goes to get coffee and donuts for uh, everybody except for that one woman who doesn't want cream. Uh, we get she on the phone. Coffee. Uh, she wants coffee. Yeah, she wants she, <laughs> she, she I Just don't get me cream. Yeah. Get me anything but cream. Uh, she wants coffee but no cream. Uh, so we're on the phone with Howard. Uh, I have one question. Are you behind this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like that was shot in five minutes. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> yeah. stand by that window. Hold yeah. this piece of paper in a weird way. <laughs> but I'm at my house. Uh, <laughs> I just wear the yeah. suit top. Fine. Put the <laughs> suit top on. Let's shoot you from the waist up. Yeah. It looks good in the camera. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, are you behind this? And he's holding a letter. Yeah. Um, and I have my guess here, which it, my guess was that Chuck was cashing out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, you know, necessarily say retiring or yeah. whatever, um, which I assume would be the same thing. If yeah. he's retiring, he's going to get Lash out. Yeah. yeah. Um, anybody else? You see where that's going? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we go to Chuck's, uh, and again we have that little battle that he has, or he has that little battle uh, of grounding himself, mm-hmm. yeah. touching that, and just little... knocking because he couldn't get in with key, and yeah. he just sat there doing this yeah. on the door yeah. until Chuck. Couldn't take it anymore. Yep. I love that the mailbox fell back open. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone's going to grab his burner. I feel like I want to say that was symbolic of what was about to happen. Like he he closed it, he put his stuff in the thing. It's all safe in there, and then he left his ass open. Yeah, so he left <laughs> yeah. his ass hanging out in the wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he grounds himself, heads in, and what? Well, yeah, Chuck took Chuck took a little while. To open up, yeah. open up this this door. Which as soon as he's taking a little while, I'm going right back to my original thought. Tape recorder, yeah. setting things up. Um, Let me go hit record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says to himself. <laughs> um, Speed. Uh, uh, What'd you say, Chuck? I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> what was that? I said, "Let me hit record." Right, I just want to hurt something. <laughs> um, uh, so we go in, 
and there's a curtain, a space blanket curtain. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> space blanket curtain. I don't even think it was that loud, though, on the show. No. Uh, <laughs> but he pushed right. it aside, which yeah, it should have been. goes in, and then uh, we see another slow zoom out mm. on Jimmy's face, <laughs> yeah. revealing that the entire room, like everything, has been space blanketed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Except for uh, the window, which also seemed a little like. He was getting what did you get he's, there he first? There. He's, he's still working, working on it. But that seems the thinnest of all, right? <laughs> I mean, the well, glass. Yeah, I feel yeah. like electricity would go through the window before well, it would go tempered, the If it's wall. tempered glass. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. We spoke with the cinematographer, which is oh, like, well, we need some we light. need some light yeah. sources. The yeah. double pane um, windows with the. Mm-hmm. The gas in the middle. Okay. It's, you know, yeah, I maybe then. Okay. Yeah. He might have gotten those. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to go with uh, old Henley over here. <laughs> <laughs> that the cinematographer. Yeah, cinematography. <laughs> it needed a little. It needed a light source. Yeah. Uh, so the whole house, from we can, for this, from what or we can see so living far, room, yeah, yeah the living room has space been fort. space blanketed. Uh, and I have here like he's, he's setting Jimmy up. Um, Wow, you're and on this real quick. Yeah. You were, yeah. Uh, and he says that he's retired from HHM, um, and I just can't... This plan is crazy. Just crazy enough to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says he's retired from HHM, um, and Jimmy says, like, well, how are you going to retire before you get me disbarred, which I just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't do the job. I can't do the job anymore. Um... Uh, anything on this damn electricity? Well, this I I I think it was around that point. Well, first of all, during this entire scene, there's just a clock like yeah. So you know, I thought it was the the metronome. It is the metronome. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it was just a clock. That was a metronome noise. But I I just like I kept hearing that tick the entire time. But I I think it was around then when right when he kind of said, "Oh, I'm going to retire. I made a mistake." Yeah. Well, I'm done. Like, yeah. I, Chuck doesn't ever admit to being wrong. And at that moment, that's why I went, oh, we got a tape recorder out of the garage. It was a tape recorder. Because it just, like, it, it was yeah. just too much. I, I, just, I never thought he would ever do that. Like, yeah. he would never just admit defeat that easily and that fully. Yeah. So quickly. Yeah. Uh, it says, I made a mistake, and then I blamed you. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and I have here, like, yep, yeah, he's recording all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally recording. And after that, after just kind of laying that on, um, Jimmy says, I did it. Yeah. Uh, I did it. Um, and are you, are you just saying that to make me feel better, or did you? are you telling the truth? Oh, I'm saying it to make it feel better, but it's also true. Yeah. <laughs> um, you did all of that to, like, for what? Uh, to humiliate. To humiliate me? No, I did it for Kim. I did, you know, and and uh, goes on from there. I did it for, I did it for Kim, um, and uh, he says, "Do you realize that you just confessed to a felony?" I guess. Now say your name and the date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right into my lapel. Yeah. Um, into this flower here. Uh, confess to a felony, I guess. Uh, but you feel better. Besides, it's your word against mine. Uh, and he goes through the space blanket curtain and slow kind of reveal as uh, Chuck 
uh, uncovers yeah. <laughs> yeah, with his tongs. Uh, uh, the recorder mm-hmm. hits stop. Uh, and I actually have here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. And I also sort of started feeling when he goes, oh, I'm, doing it, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. doing it to make you feel better. And then, or I'm saying it to make you feel better. And then yeah. I was like, oh, oh Jimmy's Jimmy even, Gordon. he's yeah. covering his own yeah. ass already. Yeah. And then when he went, but I also, it's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But I know when he's recording, yeah. why would he ever yeah. say these things? Yeah. yeah. He got this, like, it, it's almost like, you, all right? I learned it by watching yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, everything he did here was as if, he was asking Jimmy if I wanted to do yeah. this, if He's I wanted to set somebody playbook. up, yeah. Yeah. yeah, how would I go about doing yeah. it? Oh, it's easy. You just kind of, uh, uh, you give them just a little yeah. bit at a time. You want them, you want it to be their idea. You you want them to want to confess. Yeah. You don't want to ask them about yeah. any of it. Uh, you want them to feel so guilty that they, yep. that they, that they do it. So here's what you do. Uh, what's your weakness? Uh, <laughs> Oh, sun? Electri- electronics? All right. And then just kind of balloons that. Mm. Yeah. Very much Jimmy, G- Jimmy. No yeah, one ever accused him of being lazy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I was thinking when I was watching this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, my brain at the end of the that last scene, my, my comedy brain immediately went, I just want to see Chuck be like, ah, crud. <laughs> like, <laughs> forgot to, yeah. I forgot to put the tape in. These batteries are dead. The second Damn time it. I saw that shot, I was just like, "Okay, it is turning." Yeah, yeah I did yeah, too. Yeah. I, I made yeah. sure it was actually yeah. turning. Damn it, uh, Jimmy, can you come back in here real quick? Tim, tell me that thing you just said into this. But I also think it's interesting. Just for next season, isn't he under that temporary emergency guardianship right now? What so, still is that still happening? I, I, I would assume. I, I would assume were. so. Yeah. And uh, if he got the well, order, so I don't um, know if he could commit him. Right. They now. didn't yeah. show us that he. I feel like that's something that they would show. They didn't show us show him getting the order, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she said, "I know a lawyer. I know a, I a judge. Right I have a judge I can call right now." And I think, I think he has enough to be his temporary, you know, emergency guardian. And he can have him committed. I mean, well, they yeah. couldn't do the, try to. They couldn't do the cat scan yeah. without it. So yeah. it, it obviously passed. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it went yeah. through, and I'm sure they wouldn't do it without paperwork, the right yeah. paperwork. So I don't think, especially, I'm sure it wasn't like within a 24 hour period until you know he's dismissed from the hospital. I'm sure it's it's longer than that. Yeah, I'm sure Jimmy has to relieve that. Yeah, legally, we know what we should check with uh, our lawyer friend. Jules Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good of, name for any of Jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh, Even a jeweler. Jules Kincaid. Escort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially a jeweler. Jules Kincaid, jeweler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I can see that being a, a major, yeah, if he major tries issue to next Bring next this season. tape up and then be like, oh, well, yeah. I said those things because he's crazy and I, I he was in a state and, you know, like Jimmy could talk his house. And, yeah, yeah, Jimmy could talk his way out of that pretty yeah. easy. I just wanted to make him feel better. Yeah. I, I think he's going to go after Ken. Chuck? I think so too. Yeah. Because yeah. we know that Jimmy is not disbarred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not in jail. So this is just leverage for Kim. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Mm hmm. I'm with you. Ouch. Yeesh. 
Any other uh, other thoughts on the the episode overall or this uh, final segment? It's really well directed. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. cinematography, especially in that one, was great. Especially mm-hmm. like when you have Jimmy in foreground, you know, kind of bearing his soul. Yeah. And you have Chuck, you know, just kind of backlit by the light, basically, you know, still, you know, but with, surrounded by all the space blankets, and he's just kind of in darkness. Um, so pathetic, and like. It's it's a really interesting parallel between the two men because Jimmy is a you know Chuck proves in this scene that he's just as good a con artist as his brother is. Yeah. But like the difference between them is Chuck is a guy who preys upon people's weaknesses and their vices, basically. You know, or you know someone who's too greedy or to a lesser extent when he's pulling his lesser cons, people who are just like gullible or you know like or stuff like that. But Chuck's con is completely predicated on how much Jimmy loves his brother. And that is messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Before we do some winners mm-hmm. and some losers? No, I didn't write that down. I never write that down. Never even think about it. All right. Anybody got a winner or loser they want to go along with? <clears throat> um, I had a winner. I don't know that I still feel that same way. But initially I was going to say that Nacho was the winner. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Because out of everything, yeah, like, uh, he wasn't used as a go through, <laughs> <laughs> as a bullet, bullet pass through, a bullet pass through, bullet bridge, physical winning of not dying. Yeah. Yes. There's also the fact that there wasn't the whole new riled up, brought yeah. about from there being an altercation. Um, <laughs> losers. Everybody. Kind of everybody. Yeah. 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 I might say winner Mike, because I feel like he's still kind of on the up. Like, mm-hmm. he still has a p- sort of, like, he had his plan. It may not have worked out, but it wasn't detrimental. Like, it wasn't like anybody got hurt. Well, yeah. I guess Mexican Charlton has to do that. <laughs> that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. It wasn't really anything he he could have stopped. But um, I feel like he's he's going somewhere. And I think loser is, is Jimmy for succumbing to what Jimmy does to other people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say my loser's Jimmy. Uh, I'm going to go, my winner is whoever the sound editor is. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say they're going to get an Emmy nomination. They'll at least get a uh, Breaking Goodman award. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, We'll give that two space blanket sounds. Um, For me, the winner, I'm going to go with The Beave. Yeah, I was about to say this, yeah. Lawson, uh, Whitney Ellsworth, Bobby Singer, all of the above. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic actor. Great to see him again in this role. Hope we see him again uh, next season. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And as a character, got a sale. He got a sale. Yeah. After and being left high and dry a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he makes his living on repeat business. Yeah. Um, so it's that, <laughs> that, 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 that uh, yeah. code amongst thieves yeah. that uh, has gotten him by and it served him well this time around. Go to the um, beef. Go to the beef. Uh, I would say for my loser... Uh, would be uh, the two women trying to make copies. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, oh, 
No, no, because but they Jimmy come back said, tomorrow. Yeah, half price. Half price. Yeah. But he said that he, he has yeah. no authority. Yeah, what a hassle that is to come back yeah. the second. Yeah, um, they had it all set author. up. They're at a twenty-four hour copy. Yeah, like, God knows what time. Like, they need this. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't know how important what they're copying is. Yeah. Uh, could be a term paper or yeah. something. Uh, it's probably a project or or scripts for their sketch class. Yeah, or it's a text script and their shows the next night and they're going to fuck up the tech. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, script. So those yeah. are my losers. Uh, <laughs> Michael? Oh. Um, losers. Uh, everyone's a loser, honestly. Yeah, I mean, even Chuck, even though he kind of comes out winner, I mean, he's still, you know, there's a big piece of his soul that's, you know, yeah. that's lying on the floor by the time this, yeah. this episode's over. So I, I have a hard time calling him a winner. So losers, everybody. Winners... I'm gonna go with the beef. <laughs> and Ernesto, honestly. Like he, yeah. he lucked out big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I'm gonna say my loser's Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know she wasn't necessarily prevalent in this episode that much, but just what this all means yeah. for her. Anything yeah. that happens with Jimmy as a result to her business, even though they're separate. Yeah. The it's relationship, like everything is just tainted, especially the fact that like she knew what was going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she was like, legally, I can, like, get out of this. Yeah. But just, it's, ugh. she's caught in all kinds of ways. Yeah. When the hammer falls on Kim, like, when when she exits Jimmy's life for whatever mm. reason, it could be a whole bunch of reasons we don't know, like, it's going to be heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's one of my favorite characters of the yeah. Yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I would agree with all that. Um, what do you think we'll see Huel? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hope we see Huel next season, early. Bill Bear also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love to see some Bill Bear in there. Yeah. I think him and Huel are like a package deal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they they, they were always together, right? Yeah, I want to to watch that buddy buddy cop uh, episode. (laughs) Just the two of them driving around in a car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh... Well, that'll do it for uh, this episode and uh, this season of the show. What I'd like to do, uh, we talked about this, kind of getting the, the band back together in a couple weeks and doing a just a look back, mm-hmm. a, um, a wrap-up on the, on the season. Uh, so we'll have that look to, to look forward to. No specific date just yet, so keep make sure that you subscribe on uh, iTunes or Google Play now also. They are now uh, adding podcasts, and Breaking Goodman is one of the only, uh, at least as of a little while ago. Been on the ground floor. Uh, yeah, uh, one of the only Better Call Saul podcasts. Uh, and all of mine that we do, uh, of course, Starker and Mad, Breaking Goodman. Four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bloody Sunday, the Strain podcast, and Reheated, <laughs> the Leftovers uh, podcast, they're all up on Google Play, so you can check those out. Uh, and um, I guess it's been hard for for non-Apple users on podcasts, I guess. Uh, so Google Play will hopefully make that a little easier and get us into the hands of others. Yeah, thanks everybody. It was a fantastic season. Thank you, Alyssa, for, for jumping in. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. This episode. Um, and send yeah. us your favorite chip flavor. Yes, yeah. for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> I got the